0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year long journey, reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 194. March 27th. I desire to struggle toil and empty myself for our work of saving immortal souls. It does not matter if these efforts should shorten my life. It is no longer mine, but belongs to the community. I want to be useful to the whole church by being faithful to my community. O Jesus, today my soul is as though darkened by suffering, not a single ray of light. The storm is raging and Jesus is asleep. O my Master, I will not wake you. I will not interrupt your sweet sleep. I believe that you fortify me without my knowing it. Throughout the long hours, I adore you, O living bread, amidst the great drought in my soul. O Jesus, pure love, I do not need consolations. I am nourished by your will. O Mighty One, Your will is the goal of my existence. It seems to me that the whole world serves me and depends on me. You, O Lord, understand my soul with all its aspirations. Jesus, when I myself cannot sing you the hymn of love, I admire the singing of the seraphim, they who are so dearly loved by you. I desire to drown myself in you as they do. Nothing will stem such love for no might has power over it. It is like lightning that illuminates the darkness, but does not remain in it. O my Master, shape my soul according to your will and your eternal designs. A certain person seems to have made it her task to try out my virtue in all sorts of ways. One day she stopped me in the corridor and began by saying that she had no grounds for rebuking me, But she ordered me to stand there opposite the small chapel for half an hour and to wait for Mother Superior, who was to pass by there after recreation, and I was to accuse myself of various things which she had told me to say. Although I had no idea of these things being on my soul, I was obedient and waited for Mother Superior for a full half hour. Each sister who passed by looked at me with a smile. When I accused myself before Mother Superior, Raphael, she sent me to my confessor. When I made my confession, the priest saw immediately that this was something that did not come from my own soul, and that I had not the faintest idea of such things. He was very surprised that this person had dared to take upon herself to give such orders. O Church of God, you are the best mother. You alone can rear a soul and cause it to grow. Oh, how great is my love and respect for the church, that best of all mothers. On one occasion, the Lord said to me, My daughter, your confidence and love restrain my justice, and I cannot inflict punishment because you hinder me from doing so. Oh, how great is the power of a soul filled with confidence. When I think of my perpetual vows, and who it is that wants to be joined with me, for hours I become absorbed in the thought of him. How can this be? You are God, and I, I am your creature. You, the immortal king, and I, a beggar, and misery itself. But now all is clear to me. Your grace and your love, O Lord, will fill the gulf between you, Jesus, and me. O Jesus, how deeply it hurts my soul when it is always trying to be sincere and they accuse it of hypocrisy and behave with mistrust toward it. O Jesus, you also suffered like this to make satisfaction to your Father. St. Faustina here expresses a desire to pour her whole self into her vocation as a victim soul. Her only desire is to save immortal souls. She is ready to give her life for the church and her community. She calls it our work because she unites unites with Jesus in all of this offering, self-offering. She writes of the spiritual darkness and the lack of consolation that she must endure to complete this work. She expresses her love for Jesus and her desire to be formed by him. She also suffers greatly because of some requests of other sisters who must have been among the superiors because they ordered her to do something. Perhaps these are tests to make sure that she is obedient before making her final vows. But I must say they seem very strange to me, and her confessor was also surprised. Here in this passage also, Jesus reveals to St. Faustina that he withholds his wrath, his justice, because of her confidence and her love. So this should inspire us to pray and to intercede for others and to offer sacrifices, to love the Lord ardently like Saint Faustina did and to trust Him. Our prayers, our sacrifice, our closeness with the Lord can mean so much for souls. And then Sister Faustina is overwhelmed as she contemplates her final vows her betrothal to Jesus and the fact that Jesus, the King of the universe, wants this, wants to be united with her, it's a great blessing and a grace. And she is able to recognize this. And finally, St. Faustina laments the internal sufferings. She seeks to always be sincere and authentic, but she is accused of hypocrisy. The evil one knows how to vex us. It is best to offer up these types of sufferings to Jesus, who can draw great good from them. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking